Xbox Record This is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. Hosted by three BFFs, Daddy Diwali, Chipotle Bear, and Bubble Boy N7. This is Cortana. And remember, don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. As always, Spartans, see you online. Oh, hello. Daddy D. Wally here, and welcome to Xbox Record This, episode 79. XRT is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. And joining me, as always, is the assistant to the co host, Bubble Boy N7. How are you? Oh, always good. Happy to be alive. Escaped with my uh, heart still beating from Aurora today. Um, we were in a yet another three-hour secure perimeter, which I'm just numb to. Like, aren't you at the same time, Dan? Like, they're they're not even. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't even phase me anymore. You know why, Chance? Because I follow APD Twitter, and I just I know that there's just you know a yeah. shooting every. I'd say yeah. every three to four hours, there's a shooting in Aurora. And lockdown and reverse nine one one, et cetera, et cetera. Um, What's a reverse nine one one? Like where they call you and they're like, "Get inside now!" Here, just you know, real time update for Chance right here. And this is probably what it was: large police presence at the area of South Elkhart and Fair Play Preserve at City Center Apartments. Yeah, that's right by you, isn't yep, it? Yep. That's SWAT where is Bill attempting to, to live. contact a man wanted on suspicion on shots fired earlier today. A reverse nine one one was sent to the residence. And shelter in place. Updates here. Update. The highway is now open. We certainly appreciate everyone's patience. Officer located numerous shell casings on the interstate, possibly related to this earlier incident. And news release. Uniformed Aurora police officer shot at during a road raid incident. So there it is, folks. Every every day. Just, yeah. I, I just... One of these days, whatever. I don't even want to say. Uh, joining us, as always, is the assistant, the assistant, the co-host. Hopefully, he wasn't in a lockdown for four hours like Bubble Boy and I were. Uh, Chipotle Bear, how are you? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm not not bad, not great. Uh, just um, excited for the weekend, man. It's just it's just been long days, not bad days, just long days. And uh, you know, definitely appreciate having video games and this time to chat with you fellas. Uh, you know, just like listen to a lot of podcasts as I know you guys do too. And I probably have the shortest commute by far of the three of us. So I don't get to listen to as many, but, uh, it is, it's a good outlet, man. And, you know, it makes me think about a couple weeks ago, I sent on our nerd chat to all our listeners. There was like a study done that uh, men have a problem with friends, like it grown men. There was some percentage that was insane, have no friends as an adult. And I, I understand why. Because people are not always awesome, but they said that you live a much happier life. You have like a lot less stress in your life. You live longer when you have friends. So it makes me very grateful to have you two and, of course, our nerd chat. So overall, yeah. great, man. Excited to talk about some games. No, I, I completely agree with that. I've read that before, too. And we'll have to get uh, uh, one of our, we'll have to get Claire in here and we can talk a little bit more about that, too. But, you know, speaking of the friends thing, and I hate to throw my dad under the bus, but like that's kind of like my dad. And I worry about him. Like, I, I'm like, does my dad really have any good friends besides us and his family? And, it's not it's not good, you guys, when you really start digging in there and thinking about that. So, Dad, I know you're old and you don't want any friends more than I do, but maybe go talk to Ray's dad. Go talk to good old Mr. Mariama. He needs a friend too. So 
shout out to Ray Mariama and his dad and my dad. They need to be besties from now on, just like me and Raymond. Uh, moving on to a more positive no- uh, note here, Jose. We've got a lot of huge XRT shout outs, Jose. And let's start with Coach Goose sixty six on YouTube. He said, "This was la- this was a couple of weeks. He, I missed this. He wrote this right before we recorded last week. He said, don't forget to talk about the McRib leaving forever.'" German, do we need to address this comment? I mean, realistically, is it that big of a deal? I mean, we all had it maybe once whenever it comes back, and then we never think about it again. McRib, any final thoughts as we lay it to rest here? Bubble Boy? I it It's, more, it's I, Bubble one Boy, of those, you missed like, out. I wanted you to have the- Sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 I mean- I thought uh, that was coming too. Thank sorry. You. No, Thank it because the the reality is it's it is it's like one of those urban legends where the the story of it is way better than the yeah. actual true what it is itself, right? He's absolutely or like, right. Yeah, like when you're driving through the country, like on your way to I don't know Omaha or something, like come see the world's biggest ball of yarn, and you're yeah. like, uh, I gotta see this. Yeah, right. And then you go and you're like, wow, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it's boring as hell. Yeah. Nope. All right. Similar to the McRib. Jose, any thoughts? Are you a big McRib guy? guy? You are, aren't you? No. So confession, oh. I, I had never had a McRib what? my whole childhood until being friends with Goose because he was such a big proponent of them. And I was like, I got to try this freaking McRib. And I just, like, it was fine. It wasn't yeah. gross or anything. I just wasn't like, I was like, I don't get it, I guess. I can't. Uh, that's why I said, bring back the McSnack wrap. I will yeah. get excited about the McSnack wrap. Oh, that's, man, bring can that you back. imagine? But it, I just think, you know, if I don't like it, more for Goose. And I hope yeah. you enjoy him, buddy. Goose, I hope you're filling up because I, I don't know many people. Maybe Miggy. Miggy, Miggy and Goose. They, actually, I take that back. Miggy loved the McRib, too. And I could see those two just chowing down on McRibs when they used to live together. So shout out to Goose, the McRib. And Mickey, but we got another huge XRT shout out from Coach Goose as well. He wrote into our email, and where can people write in there? Chipotle Bear, what's our email? Oh, uh, you can always write in Xbox Record This at gmail.com or slide into those DMs. Always happy to hear from our fans. Absolutely. And he wrote in because we were talking about burgers again. We're always talking about burgers. And I'm pretty sure Goose sent this before. We probably read this before, but let's see. I think it changed a little bit here. Coach Goose's top five fast food burgers. Honorable mention McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese, double quarter pounder with cheese. Double QPC, son. Son, that's what you're talking about. QPC. No, I, I got that. I just, the double, I guess. I, I The L threw me off there. McDonald's regular cheeseburger. Yeah, I agree. That's standard. Wendy's double stack. Not, I'm not big on the double stack, you guys. I'm not going to lie. The double stack, no. Give me JBC or, or nothing. Or the, not the Baconator, but there was one before it, guys. What was it called? It wasn't the Baconator, but it was the perfect blend of bacon, meat, and toppings. But boy, look that up for me right now. Say what, like what was before the Baconator? It had a specific name. It was delicious because now it's too much bacon. Okay, you can't you can't overdo it. And then Pal's Sudden Service, the Big Pal. Don't know that one, Goose. You're gonna have to send, we're gonna have to do some research on that one. Here's his top five. Number five, I'm shocked. In and Out Double Double. Number four, Wendy's Dave's Classic. Not saying hot and juicy. Single, double, or triple. Number three, McDonald's Big Mac. Overrated. Number two, this one jumped onto his list. 
the original slider from White Number Two Goose. Okay, you're crazy, but I mean, I I like White Castle. I, I want to try one of those jalapeno ones. And number one, this is why I love Goose, and he's one of the best. A Whopper. That's right. Burger King's best. That's the only reason Burger King's still around, you guys. Is pe- people love the taste of the Whopper. Actually, uh, I, I, love, I love the onion rings. I like the onion oh, rings. Oh, true. The onion rings are very good, too. Yep. Allie gets them every time. Uh, Bubble Boy, any reaction to this list? Anything stand out to you? Or is this kind of what you expected? I'm shocked with the, the sliders number two. I mean, I love a slider, but No, you know Goose, Goose loves his White Castle. And, it, and there's something, again, like really – sentimental about those and that you can you can eat 73 of them yeah, at a time I mean, that's I don't it. Know. but the whopper is disgusting it always <laughs> has been it always will be i believe you were looking for the big bacon classic that's that that's the- what it was the big bacon see jose yeah. knows he why he's assistant that's why he's assistant Dude, right the, it. that's it. the big bacon classic that was legit you guys yeah. so shout out to goose thanks for writing in buddy we got to get you on the pod sometime and he also said he will gladly debate and defend his choices. So please do Jose, take it away with the next one. Unless you want bubble boy to read this one. No, I'd be happy to, this would be a good one. It says, hello, gentlemen. Oh, sorry. Oh, hello, gentlemen. I did not expect to be called out on my distaste for candy on your podcast too. I tried to just bide my time and not write it until the candy talk was over. So I could avoid discussing the topic that makes me a social pariah. I can't explain it. There's no excuse. I got to jump in here. What is a social pariah? I've heard this term before. Can someone explain this to me? Chance, you're an outcast. You're good with words. I I just assumed it meant like, (laughs) yeah. Okay, back back to the Google later here. Give me a second. On Google, it's an outcast. I was right. Okay, my my deduction worked out. Perfect. All right, got it. Claire, you're using too big of words here. Come on, we barely made it this far. All right, back to Claire's message. She says her top five monsters. Number five, demons, which are terrifying. Number four, dragons, absolutely because they're awesome. Number three, cryptids. I love the West Virginia Mothman, Yeti's Bigfoot, all of it. And I love what Jose said about living with the hope that they're real and maintaining a sense of wonder for a world that we'll never fully understand. There's just so many cool stories, and I couldn't agree more. Um, by the way, Chance, I tried to find that Kyle Kinane thing. I cannot find it. I, I found the whole like the whole stand-up, but I don't know where that part of the Chicago oh, so it's is. Oh, so it's not in his stand-up. It's on their podcast. And he just they just had their Halloween episode, and he came back again to remind everybody of St. Matman's Day. I will, I'll go find beef, it. I'll check it out. Your French bread and your beef sandwiches, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Okay. I will check that out. I'm sorry for the giggling in the background. My girls are watching YouTube before they go to bed here. Number two, ghosts. Spend more time in New Orleans or other quote-unquote haunted places like I have, and you'll start to know that ghosts might be real. It's very hard to describe. And number one, vampires. I've been a vampire super fan for the longest time. I read Anne Rice for the or sorry, I read Anne Rice for the first time last year. And if you go to New Orleans, take the haunted history tours, uh, which is the company name Vampire Tour. They're the absolute best haunted tour group in the city, and you'll learn some fantastic lore. Plus, Michael and I just saw the Dracula Ballet. Michael Berkowitz, her co-worker, or I'm sorry, co-host. And if there's ever been a performing arts dream role for me, it would be that show. And Claire, for the if you didn't know, Claire is a dancer. Like, she is incredibly talented at dancing. She danced when she was in high school. If you follow her on social media, she just posted some really rad pictures that a friend took of her for Halloween, which is cool. I did. What was he? What was it? Black Swan, right? Something like that. Well, that's, well what, that's she also did someone just in like a haunted warehouse, which like she's braver yeah. than I am. That's for sure. You know what? I, I think Claire was there when I taught with you. Was she friends with Audrey? Because they were both, well, she's a dancer. Yeah, like, it would have been that time yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back to her, her letter. And I continue. 
Age of Empires was actually the first video game I was really into. I played on my five-pound HP laptop. I bought the disc at Best Buy, and I loved it. I do agree with Chipotle Bear that I'm not entirely sure how I feel about playing it on a console. I remember a lot of clicking around, but perhaps it's the nostalgia. I'll have to check it out. She also adds, the Xbox Adaptive Controller commercials makes you cry every time I see it. Accessibility and fun in games is why we are all here. Thanks for highlighting this great project, Microsoft stuck out it makes me want to maintain as an xbox player for life i am super into the mystery who who sent y'all this candy i hope we find out see you online claire claire thank you for writing and always great to hear from you and i know that i'm the one dropping the ball here but i assure you we're gonna reach out so we can get you on the show sometime before 100 <laughs> before 100 yeah it's we gotta happen. get her on here claire for sure we're gonna get you on uh, a super episode with you. Thank you so much for writing in. And I got to take over right now because Claire said it right there. We got another XRT package in the mail, you guys. What? What is that? Four now? Two. But check this out. So here's the font, okay? Again, this person is smart and they have disposable income and it's someone related to Jose. Clearly, the amount of effort gone into this. It's gone too far. It's this heinous fault. They, they're trying to throw me off versus the other one, which was it's right here. This is this just looks like a classic whatever the Google font is. Here's the next letter, you guys. The, the saga continues. Okay. Trying to throw me off again. This one did it right. Oh, hello, Daddy D. Wally. Have to say that I agree with most of your definitive candy bar lists. So enjoy some of these delicious treats Happy Halloween and XRT fan. P.S. I also agree with your choice in burgers too. Whoppers with cheese are the best. Bubble Boy, what is going on here? Who is this mystery person? Do you know? Do you, for real? Do you know who it is? Does, does no. this person reveal to you? Has no. they, are they in on the bit? Did they reach out to you for my address? So that's... What are you thinking here? Bubble Boy? I thought you said Chapo. I said no. I don't know. Okay, who it well, is. I forgot to share what this person sent. By the way, it's all gone. I don't I can't even show you the box of candy like I did last time. I ate it all within 48 hours. Yeah. We have a giant Heath bar, a giant Hershey's cookies with cream, a giant Reese's fast break. I ate that immediately. Peanut Sweet. MMs. Milky Way, Snickers, Kit Kat, Reese's, Twix. Those were all standard candy bars again. Again, this person, disposable income, Jose. Butterfinger, three Butterfingers, three Almond Joys. The organization here, three and three, and then one, two, three, four, six Baby Ruths. Jose, that's screaming your organization. If you did three and three, why didn't you save one for us? Like that's clearly three for the three. (laughs) I'm just saying, my theory is still someone connected to Jose. Jose, reveal well, to me, who Jose, is this though. person? Who is it? So funny story. <laughs> I can't wait. It's, to it is, it's not me for the record. It's, I <laughs> swear to you. I swear to my children that it's not me. And I, I maintain that. Yeah. It, it is the second box was my mom. But I didn't know that. So last night, I'll tell you more about this. Okay, I, okay, Jose, okay. The, then you know what, the sec- what I was going to say, your mom? Because the Whoppers with cheese. I think I remember her saying something so, about so, the Whoppers before. So we, last night, I was at dinner with my parents because my dad won an award. We'll talk more about that later. But I was talking to my mom, and she's like, Another did Dan get my- award? Hang on. My dad. <laughs> my, my mom said, did, your, did Dan get my box? And I was like, what do you mean your box? And she goes, well, I listened to the episode, and he got that really gross one. And I felt so bad for him because like everyone hates him. 
And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, so I sent him a box of really good candies that he likes. And I was like, what? And so, so the second box, that one, the really good one is from my mom because she felt bad for you. Just so you know. Well, thank you, Mrs. Martinez. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> I still don't know about the first one. For the I record. don't believe it's you. It's not for me. It's not for me. I, I, dude, I, would, I wouldn't do that. I, I, that's all I have to say. I don't know what okay, to Okay, pregnant pause. I the internet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, there goes Dan's internet. Dang okay, it. well, thank you. I'm glad I got one of these correct. Okay, I really do appreciate the candy. I ate it all. All right, Mrs. Martinez. I everything. It literally didn't share. Did you share okay. it with Allie and the kids? No, no, I ate it all. I, I'm not kidding when I say that. I think I gave her the Snickers. Was there was a Snickers in there? I think right. Yeah, I I probably gave. You know what? No, I don't know. I might have. <laughs> I might have eaten it. <laughs> I had a great time with it. So thank you so much. But the person number one. Which I still have, right? Look, it is still here. If anyone wants to claim this caca candy, especially those dots, they are. it is still right here on my desk. But uh, my dad, he wanted to take the Whoppers and the licorice. So that is gone. I'm sorry. My dad was all pumped about it. So I was like, please take, please take these. So the mystery goes on. Reveal yourself, please, for my sanity. Please. Guys, that has been the shout outs for this week popping off bubble boy take it away with the opener for this week yeah perfect so we a uh, few maybe fewer a couple episodes ago um i had finished playing alien isolation and was was just talking about how i felt like it that the way of going f- adapting a movie to a video game always works so much better than a video game to a movie. Um, and there's just so many, I think like star Wars games alone, you could do with movies, right. And so many different movie video games, but, um, I thought it would be fun if we did specifically TV shows. So TV shows that have been adapted, um, into video games. And I think, I think I thought there were a lot more at first of these. And then I kind of struggled, um, through it. Do either of you want to go first or do you want me to kick it off here? Wait, I, I have a clarification and I apologize. This is probably just me not reading this correctly. I did I did TV shows. I did TV shows adapted from games, not games adapted from shows. Does that make uh, sense? No, I did no. I did just like what is written on here. The top T, yeah, TV, video, top five video games video adapted games. From, from TV. TV. So I took a TV show that a game that was created from a TV show. So a TV okay, then you, why don't you go first? You right, right, I'll I, go I first know. since I believe, I think I did it right. No movies, right? Bubble boy. Cause it doesn't say movies on there. Movie adaptations are not listed. Yeah, when we first did it, I was like movies and TV. But again, I like, there's just so many movies, like just there's the not, Lego games alone. You yeah. could have done too many. And there's, so. I don't feel like there's that many TV. Like at first I was like, I don't even know. There's not. Like, yeah. Exactly. But there, there's a, there's like, some, there's some quality ones. So here, I'll just share my list. Number five. Oh no, just lost it. Number five. And this one I kind of struggled with because when it came out, I thought it was super cool, but I don't think I beat it. And I I didn't play much of it. Simpsons hit and run on the OG Xbox. That was my number five. Number four. I know Matthew, my brother, likes to make fun of me for this, but Lost Via Domus was a good game. It made me feel like I was in Lost. Maybe not the best gameplay, but it, it, it did a good job 
capturing the spirit of the yeah, show. Which is important. Yes. Number three, Telltale Walking Dead series. And I know that's all based off of a comic, but I mean, at the time, yeah, the show was popping off. Yeah. Okay. Number two, and these are banger slangers if I ever could list two of them, South Park, The Stick of Truth, and The Fractured Butthole, probably, possibly, realistically, the best TV adaptation video games ever made, especially The Stick of Truth. What a phenomenal game. Obsidian, again. Xbox yep. first party now. Incredible. Yep. And number one, and <laughs> it's so funny because I was just talking to you guys. Remember Jason, you know, Jason can good old. Jason of course. Can. Of course you do. Number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Turtles in Time, which was, was like the, the cartoons, right? Very much so that that style, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was based on a comic. I I didn't, and of course, I'm like when I think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I do think of those cartoons. But for some reason, I I just I I don't know. I couldn't. What do you you think of? Really? That I mean, that is that is the cartoon style. Anyway, randomly this morning, chance out of nowhere, can messaged me on Instagram. Oh, he wow. sent me a picture of this Turtles in Time sewers surfing like uh, oh, it's yeah. like a diorama. Yeah. Right out of nowhere, you guys. I mean, I, I've seen Jason like in the neighborhood. I've waved to him a few times because he still lives in the area. And he, I said, I said, still one of my favorite games. I said, burn my Charlotte wounded knee. That's one of the levels when you're on the, yeah, the train. Yeah. And That's he a said, great one, bud. I said, I remember playing it like it was yesterday. My toe, my toe. <laughs> He's like, was it on the super? And I was like, yes, the SNES. And they actually just re-released it, you know, in the Kyle Bunga collection. Yeah, he was yeah, freaking yeah. out. And he's like, I still, we need to get together and play on an SNES. And he still has his SNES and he has Pilot Wings, F-Zero, Final Fat, Lost Vikings, and Smash TV. And I'm like, dude, Smash TV, wow. Lost Vikings. Yeah. I want that. And then I told him I still had his Ken Griffey Jr. baseball back there. That's his. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'll trade you Smash TV for that. I want it back. And then he sent some pictures of his collection. And it just speaking of the good old days, guys, and XRT, awesome to hear from you. Jason, shout out to Jason Can. Number one, TMNT, Turtles in Time. Oh, boy, yeah. let's hear your list. Yeah. And I, and just to clarify, because it's, of course, that one's going to be on there, but I, I always think of the first live action movie when I think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then just the toys. But it, I think it was because I was never. But the cartoons are su- first, right? I know, but I, I, I think I just was never really into Saturday morning cartoons a whole lot. Like it just, I don't know. It, and these are all that was like yeah no, I my you. quote rules are useless anyway um i appreciate that you put some effort into it which Thank i gotta you. stop giving you crap for because you haven't done one of your patented daddy yeah Rally, i've been killing it lately on my like listen and prepared yeah so um all right so uh my honorable mentions and not that they were great games but again kind of like lost like daniel said i like the way he worded that the game of thrones games the game that was on the 360 was really well done telltale one no 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 that one Uh, um i was really upset with because i bought like the season pass for it and they only released like the first two chapters of it they just stopped with that game so absolutely not the telltale one um you were like the night jose what was the like the flame the knights of the something rolar i don't even remember i don't remember game of thrones yeah i don't know 
that the Red Queen or the Red Woman. Nobody knows or, what's going on with that. I have no oh, idea. Oh, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it was cool because you were like one of them, and you were you were also someone from the Night's Watch. I don't know. It was a really really well done adaptation of the game. It just wasn't a lot of fun. Um, and then same with Twenty Four, the game. It was fun to be part of the Twenty Four universe, and it. I had gotta Jack ask you, Power how was that? Wasn't that on PS Two? Yeah, it wasn't great. It, uh, it, it looked like it even had Chase on there. I, I know. Yeah, it, it just wasn't very well done, right? Like, but I it, wish it had oh, all man. the had the doot doot doot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so my top five. Uh, we've talked about get this. that sound bite immediately. Twenty four o'clock. I dropped some twenty four sound bites, and neither of you said a thing. Maybe we weren't hearing them because yeah, I don't remember decision. that. Okay, right. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Get some more then. Um, so anyway, we've talked about this game before. Uh, the Simpsons Bart's Nightmare was the one that I Ooh, think we good one. We were able to beat like nobody, two no, levels, maybe, or get That's one of those one. homework no. assignments ever. No. Yeah, um, just impossible. But we kept trying, and it was lots of fun. Uh, number four, another blast from the past: the American Gladiators video game. That game was so much fun, where you got to roll around in the little like a uh, hamster wheel. No, no, no. I, think you're, balls. I think that's called fusion frenzy. Ah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but that game was fun. And then the last three, it was hard for me to pick where, but I think the more I looked back on it, South Park stick of truth was amazingly well done. It looked like you were in the show. You could have like, if, if your wife or roommate or whoever walked by and they didn't see you with a control in your hand, they'd have thought you were just watching another episode of South Park had all the exact same humor. Um, and like you said, that was obsidian. It was so extremely well done. I put it here because I didn't love the combat in that one. It was a little strange in that old one or in this the first still one. honorable mention. No, that's number three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, I went with Telltale's um, The Walking Dead, the game. Um, again, I broke my own rule. I know it was a comic first, um, but I read some of those. Well, actually, I read quite a bit of those comics, um, but I will always remember it as a TV show. I think the reason that I couldn't give it number one, it, it was an absolutely incredible story, but the any of those Telltale games, the gameplay just isn't great, right? And, and we play to have fun in the game. So number one, uh, it was, I, how could I not put it on here? South park, the fractured, but whole everything from really? the title. Yep. yep really yep, yep. better than stick of truth, better than stick of truth, because the combat, I liked that better. Um, I still, I was, I am still to this day frustrated that I didn't get the thousand <laughs> out of thousand on it for thousand. the, um, playing it on hard difficulty. But if you didn't know that hard difficulty, <laughs> do you remember? You, yeah, was, oh yeah. You play as a yeah, black the way you, yeah. If the harder you want the game to be, the darker you make your skin tone, yeah, which is just like, so Hey, and I'm like, there's life, right? Yeah. It's, it's the most <laughs> just genius. They are equal opportunity offenders. Um, that game it it was so good. Probably not really a ton of replay value, but I might but fire that it up one, again. I don't know that one playthrough. I don't know if you if you forgot about it. I almost want to go back and play Stick of Truth because I remember that being funnier and I really should. Yeah, well, both of them. Yeah, the fractured butthole. I felt like they're both good, but I feel like I laughed way more at the first one. Everyone out here out there listening, if you're a fan of South Park or just good comedy in general, 
go play the stick of truth or the fractional yeah. hold. They're and, phenomenal games. Like, and really good comedy one. in general. Ashley r- writes that show off every time because it's a cartoon and she's like, the voices are so high pitched and stuff. And I'm just like, it, if you like smart, well-written comedy, exactly. that's as good as it gets. Yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they're, they're geniuses. Those guys are incredibly smart and it's, it's crazy. So Jose, did you update your list? Are you ready to go here? Are you working on it as we talk? I am, but I'm prepared to be demoted again uh, for one very specific reason, and that is because I have not played either of the South Park games. Um, and it's not because I don't want to. It's Wait, because what? I, it's because I, think I you had can get them right now for like three bucks. Boo. I know, and, and that's Jose, chance. Where's the boo earns? Boo, Jose. Boo, boo. We use boo. I was saying boo earns when I was saying boo earns. I, right, I got oof. it for you. Jose, my gosh. I mean, you're not even, I know you're not a South Park fan. They're no, I am a big South Park fan. Oh, my I was God. just having... Okay, hold on. I'm ending the call, guys. I'm booting Chipotle Bear right now. Don't worry. We're just going to be me and Chance the rest of the show. See ya, Jose. Gosh! So, to clarify, I'm still here. I would love to play them. I was having children when they came out. I did not have time to play them. But Chance is right. I'll pick them up. I'm, I'm almost done with Gotham Knights. I got a little bit of a buffer. Because, I mean... I think I'm going to try to play, um, not Pentiment. What's the other one? Uh, Somerville. Somerville. Thank you. Um, if there's time in there, I might try to squeeze those in just real quick. That's what she said. Thank you. Um, but, <laughs> but all that aside, I did come up with a list. Uh, if we, I think another topic, another day should be best TV shows from video games. I know we did movies before, but I have, a, I have, I have that list ready to go for the record. But here's my list. Honorable mention, there was a Power Rangers game. I cannot remember what it was, but I played it as a kid. There was like a fighting game uh, with Power Rangers. It just sticks in my mind. Is like there was a period where I liked Power Rangers. Everyone loves the Green Ranger and Tommy, the White Ranger. It's fine. Anyway, official list. Number five, the Ah Real Monsters game. Ah Real Monsters was like a cartoon game or a cartoon that came out on, was it like Nick at Night or something like that originally when we were kids? It was like the same era of like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, really? Was that? Wow. It was that era, but there was, there was a video game for the super Nintendo that was actually pretty solid and you got to play as the different characters in the game. It was pretty cool. I like that. So that's number five. Number four, I did put walking dead telltale. It's a phenomenal game. I love the walking dead stuff. I love the show, but again, it's like you said, I just, I have to be in the right mood for a walking simulator. And I just, I don't play a lot of them for that reason. Cause I, I combat and gameplay matters. So that's number four. Number three, I can't believe Dan didn't put this one on there. X-Men mutant apocalypse. Fantastic. Oh my, oh my I'm embarrassed. I, right, fantastic. Okay. Simpsons out of there, X Men Meet and Apocalypse, moving that up to yeah. number. I completely. It's back there on my. It's literally back there. It's okay, literally so right there. Right? Revised one I would consider TV revised show, list. Yeah. That would be number three. Knockdown Telltale, Knockdown Lost. See a Simpsons. Jose, thank you. X Men Meet and Apocalypse again, but this is a comic turned into a '90s cartoon. Chance, whatever it was, it was on it's TV. Fine. It's fine. Okay. It, those we're all those good old days. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, same as Chance is Bart's Nightmare, and there were a couple Simpsons game like Radioactive Man, and there was one other one I can't remember um, that came out kind of in this era, and they all were fun. But Bart's Nightmare, God, I there were countless times like where Chance spent the night, and we were trying to trying to get a freaking like D in that game. Cause you're trying to get a better grade on your report. And there was only a couple of those like mini games we could beat. Like, I don't even know today as a grown man with like skills, if I could still beat some of those today, I don't know if I could, but anyway, uh, that's number two. And my official number one, of course is turtles in time. Like that is just, 
it's just an S tier game. Like every person that has ever played it is like, this is amazing just because of the, the roster they have, the mutant, the sound effects, like, like you said, the bury my shell at wounded knee. Like people know those bury things. Bury my shell, wounded knee. Yeah. Shell shocked. Right. <laughs> like Sewer surfing. 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> Big amazing Apple. Amazing game. 3 a.m. So very, very lots, lots of great memories there. And, uh, I, I guess the only thing I would say about this whole thing, because it's very nostalgic, I hope our kids have experiences like this. Like, it's going to be different because they have so much of a catalog to choose from when they get into games versus us. Like, we just didn't have that much of a catalog. Um, but, man, I hope they have some of those same experiences with with their friends one day. Yeah. So, but anyway, Chance, great topic, man. Great I love topic. it. This is great to think about. And I will, I promise I'll play Stick of Truth and uh, the Fractured Butthole game here. Well, speaking of real time update, Jose, you might want to check your Xbox messages because your Christmas present might have just been delivered to you early. So, why don't you go check that out? <laughs> go check it. Also, big update. Bubble Boy wrote in the chat Big Bacon Classic at 7 40. I'm just reading that now. So, again, the Big Bacon Classic used to be the best. One of the best sandwiches over at Wendy's. Great warm-up, guys. Let's jump into some Xbox news. We're only 30 minutes in, like usual. This is an Xbox-dedicated podcast. Uh, let's jump into it with story number one, a new report from Jason Schreier. Shout-out to Jason Schreier over on Bloomberg. I'm just going to take some – go read the article if you'd like to re- learn more. I'm going to take out the points that Benji Sales, good old Benji – I tweeted out when this broke uh, on the first. Embracer Group has closed Onoma, previously known as Square Enix Montreal. Eidos Montreal has reduced the scope of one of its unannounced games and will cancel another. Eidos plans to work with Xbox on games, including Fable. So Fable is being worked on by our pals over at Playground Games and apparently Eidos Montreal... And now, Benji, you also wrote, I'm now pretty convinced, if not for the ongoing Activision Blizzard deal, Microsoft would have bought these studios. That's now two of the former Square Enix Western studios making Xbox games. Crystal Dynamics is working on Perfect Dark, and Eidos Montreal is working on Fable. To clarify, Microsoft was not in a position to buy these studios at the time. It's why there are zero new micro- or Xbox acquisitions since the Activision Blizzard deal was announced. Microsoft doesn't want to do anything to risk the deal falling through with regulators before it is finalized. Bubble, I'm going to throw it over to you. What do you think of Eidos Montreal, or sorry, Eidos working on Fable and teaming up? And also, we already knew about Crystal Dynamics working on Perfect Dark. And is this a done deal? Is Xbox going to buy these two studios? And if so, I'm all about this because they make some banger slangers as far as yeah, I'm they concerned. Do. Yeah, they do. And the whole like team up thing, I think I, what was the last game that we were like freaking out? Like, Oh, they're do- teaming up with so-and-so for this. And um, it, it turned out it wasn't a big deal. I think it's great. It, that the team that's going to be doing that new fable is obviously incredible because they've brought in us all the horizon games, but that doesn't mean that they can't be constantly improving themselves. That's why they got so good because they didn't just rest on their laurels and they didn't get complacent. And um, yeah, I, I meant Montreal has put out some serious bangers. So I think it's cool. I hate to speculate too much about what it might mean. I, I'm going to choose to think it's a really positive thing and hope that people, um, that their creativity, that they can feed off each other. So 
Great point. Jose, do you think Microsoft is holding off on buying these two studios? I mean, does that make sense to you economically that you know they they can't do anything until the ABK thing goes through? Well, I mean, let's if that for some reason that doesn't go through, I mean, Microsoft, you better be buying everything. Buy a Sobo too while you're at it and just just start and just start buying COD exclusivity first advertising deals, whatever. I think it's gonna go through, but go ahead, Jose. Uh, I mean, I agree with most of what Shane said. I, I mean, I think, I think it's very reasonable that Xbox, I'm sorry, the, sorry, that Microsoft has really held off on buying more stuff because of everything that's going on with Activision Blizzard. Um, I mean, that, that's what I would do. That's a smart move. Like if everyone's coming down on look, they're buying up everything, they're buying everything, stop buying stuff. Like that's a pretty simple rule to follow. Um, you know, will they buy it when it's done? I don't know. I mean, I, I think that Embracer certainly wouldn't be opposed to selling at the right price. I mean, that's the whole purpose of Embracer, right? It's an investment group. They're trying to make money. And if they can make money on that purchase, that's literally the definition of a win. But I can't, it depends. I mean, I think it's dope that Eidos is helping with um, Playground Games because like we already know Playground doesn't miss. And so I think that'll be, I mean, if anything, it just helps with Fable. And if it, And if it's just... Even if Playground is handling really all the production and building, it's still cool to have idols for testing, for bugs, for you know, like for that kind of piece of it as well. So I'm, I think it's just kind of good overall. Um, I do, on a side note, but similar, I think it's cool to see that Embracer's actually doing some stuff with the studios. Like a lot of the news we heard for a long time was it just that they were buying them and they were buying them, and it just felt like, oh my god, they own like 120 something studios at this point, and. What, what for just to have them and nope they're actually kind of trying to manage them a little bit um now bummer it's a bummer if as they close studios again people lose jobs and stuff like that but obviously hope they're able to kind of find themselves as it restructures in that in that system but overall i guess we'll just keep seeing what happens man it's been such an interesting couple of years with this i'm wondering what it will look yeah. like as it as it settles out here in the next coming years for sure so yeah and like both of you said that um yeah, I, th- I do think it's a great thing that studios are coming together to help each other out and work and learn from each other, like Chance said. And I feel like Crystal Dynamics is going to do a good job with Perfect Dark. And I also feel like Eidos will help Playground Games with whatever support they need. And like Jose said, that's only going to make a better game. And Playground Games doesn't miss. Let's be real. Let's move on to the next story. EA and Marvel Entertainment announce a multi-title collaboration. An all-new single-player, third-person, action-adventure Iron Man game is now in early development at a Montreal Motive studio. And then today, this is coming directly from Electronic Arts, by the way, on their website. We announced we will collaborate with Marvel on a long-term deal to develop at least three new action-adventure games that will be available for consoles and PC. Each of these games will be their own original story set in the Marvel Universe, with the first title in development being a single-player, third-person Iron Man game coming out of Motive. We've been longtime fans of Marvel and their impressive leadership, so this is a remarkable moment for our developers as well as our players and fans, said Laura Mile chief operating officer at ea we look forward Miel, Miel. sorry Miel, welcoming marvel into the ea family of creators and know this collaboration will produce exceptional experiences for our players we can't wait to see players reactions when they suit up as iron man and do the extraordinary things the superhero is known for so bubble boy throwing it over to you apparently this uh partnership spawned from their success with the star wars ip um uh, i'm gonna be optimistic here i think 
I think EA, like I said, is is turning the corner back to good EA. And I'm going to say this is hopefully going to be good stuff. But at the same time, more superhero games. Well, they need a win. And I, I not that Iron Man will be easy because they can easily mess Iron Man up. But they could also, if they hit it, they're going to hit it out of the park with Iron Man. If you could do, if you could find a way to have good combat and like his flight capabilities. And, and good story with and, a different actor mm-hmm. not playing Iron Man who's not, no offense, Nolan North. Sorry, Nolan, I love you. Yeah. Just go go do Uncharted. Um, or, and I would say I hope, I hope, may, I would hope for maybe some co-op stuff and War Machine. War Machine's always been one of my favorite. Single player only chance. Oh, did it say that? Oh, dang it. My bad. Um, well, maybe you could still be War Machine. Um, I, like I said, I still think he's one of my favorite um, secondary characters. But I just, uh, I have to hope, but that's all we can do right now is hope. Yeah, we got to see. Let, let's, you're right. It, what If the Iron Man game hits, then this could be really awesome. But I feel like they have the studios, they have the talent. You know, maybe they Star do. Wars it, was too much pressure. You know, everyone's going to mock. The, over in the end, Battlefront Two did turn out. I mean, they nailed it, it with with setting, feel, yep. important stuff. The graphics Mid- were unbelievable. Yeah, beautiful, good gameplay. There wasn't much of a campaign or story, but I, I actually didn't mind the campaign that they added. I kind of enjoyed it actually. Playing. I did too. Yeah, I liked so, it. And so there's and, there's promise. And then of course, Fall, Jedi Fallen Order, incredible. So yeah, no, there the, I. Oh, gosh, I'm gonna start not even knowing what I'm saying. I'm gonna just start rambling because it'll it just gets me all like ah. At least it's not Madden, make. right? It's not the same oh people. Make. Jose, throwing it over to you. Tiburon, <laughs> freaking yay, Tiburon. Jose, where do you think these other two stories are gonna be? So that's that's what I was gonna ask you guys. What do you if because obviously Iron Man and you're right. Everything you said is correct. They X-Men. could totally screw it up. It yeah, be, come on. Can we have an X-Men? Do we have to why does everything have to be Avengers? Can we move on from the Avengers? That was phase what? Phase one, one two, three. Like, can we just move on, guys? Please? I mean, I I would love to see an X-Men game if if I had to pick an X-Men because like how they're doing the Wolverine one. I mean, I think it would be I, why does it have to be Anne? Throw me the I don't team, know. right? Throw me you're right. I, I would I would love an X-Men game. The other one that I would love to see is a game, and you're going to laugh at me, but I think it would be fun to play is Blade. I'd love to have a Blade video game that's yeah, solid. No, that's, why yeah, didn't we, we say that? like the Coalition could make a bad Blade game? Yeah. No, I think Ghost that'd be, Rider. especially with, oh, Ghost Rider would be a dope game for Ghost Rider would be great too. He's a great He's a great person to add. So I'm excited, man. I, I, I think, Dan, you're right. I agree with you. I think that they're turning a corner, and it's... The I, next I'd Mass give, Effect maybe might be good. Guys. I'd rather I'd rather give them the benefit of the doubt at this point, yes. right? As opposed to just being I think negative, they've earned maybe it. Hit. Besides yeah. their Kaka sports games, I think there are other, especially St- the Jedi Fallen Order. That like that blew me away. It nailed. That's, yeah, it was it was amazing. And, and I people think- like this the the flying one. I know it was short, and Chance wasn't the biggest fan, but Alan enjoyed it. The and it was. I mean, that was only like thirty or forty bucks at launch. The 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 Rogue Squadron. Well, and then it was on, and then and it was on, on Game yeah. Pass. And like, right like I said, Battlefront Two. They horrible launch, but then they turned that around, and and a lot of people loved that game. So go ahead, Bubble Boy. Sorry, I just when you when you. We're talking about X Men and and how it might not be the entire team. I think sometimes games get a little too carried away with like, well, if we have all these characters, it's going to be too hard to make them unique and stuff. And I think at games like Marvel's Lego, 
or the Lego Marvel or just the games, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. They made, Give us a good one. Yeah, of those. they made a Not good. The it's one. each each one. Each character has a few different moves with one button doing a different one for each one, and it's fun. And it like a Diablo, but with X Men characters. Yeah, I think the idea of having a multitude of characters and a big cast can be really fun, yeah. right? And like, I might want to play as Nightcrawler. Like, it might oh, not. You might not want to be right. Yeah, like. Just I, the honestly, obvious I, Wolverine and Cyclops. God, that we need a good X Men game, you guys. Storm. It's time. It's time. It. Not just Wolverine and Logan. Give me an X Men game, Jose. Well, and honestly, I kind of hope that they would force us to play as the characters. I mean, I yeah, it's. I, I think that that's there's something to be said for it. Deadpool like, game. They're probably going to be a Deadpool game. Sorry, I don't oh know. yeah, I was just thinking about that the movie. Deadpool game People was well Deadpool. done. It was Love fun though. It was funny. Deadpool. It was good. It's a good point. captured that universe really well. Was it the best video game? No, but it was fun. That's what I was going to Jose, last question, and we'll move on. Do you think it's going to be like mainstream characters, or do you think, like Joseph was saying today on PS Trophy Room, he said like a Moon Knight game, or do you think, nah, they're going to stick to like, yeah. I, I would say the second one, it's very unlikely. I think you're going to do Iron Man is a banger, like a certified character everyone knows. I think the second one will be the same thing. I think the third one's yes, a little bit of a wild card. Yeah, I agree. But, but it's it's not a wild card in the sense that like they have to start production now. They can't do like one and then start two when that one's done and then start three because they'd be doing this for 16 yeah, years. You know what I mean? Years, like they yeah. have to start doing them like congruently basically with different teams so i think that's kind of a big risk um I, i'm not i'm not opposed to like moon knight i think just remember that at the heart of this they have to make money they gotta right make that's money. the yep. you got to make money and even though moon knight's a cool character and there would be a solid fan base is it a big enough fan base that's a harder question you know like it's different making a show like for disney plus because like dan complains about all the time like they can make show after show after show after show for a lot quicker and a lot faster than a game um, and some will hit and some will not. And we'll go for, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think about the original, um, the game with like vision. What was that one? It wasn't mutant apocalypse, but it was like vision and maybe storm. Vision? And Beast. there were like three, you could, there were three Hawkeye. It was, um, God, what was the SNES game like that? But like in that vision was a cool character because he could fly. He was the only one that could fly of those characters. That was for super Nintendo as well. So they could go like something that route too. That just totally. I mean, he's a mainstream Marvel guy. The other thing they could do too, for not for nothing, they could go a villain story too. You know what I mean? You could play as as like a Thanos. Yeah. You could play as um, Ultron, something like that too. Like that's not out of the realm of possibility, man. Just saying. It's exciting. I just hope. I just really hope it's not just all Avengers based. That would just be super. Lame. We already had that. Like, and to be honest, I appreciate them doing Iron Man because, like, chance that I think they could play to some of their strengths from Anthem, get the combat, get the flying get a good story okay fine but can we just move on from avengers it's time it's time we're moving on moving on speaking of fan fest and moonlight xbox announcing xbox fan fest trivia 2022 and this is just was announced november 2nd from brian hatcher at the fan fest lead at xbox it's almost time for Xbox Fan Fest Trivia. We're gearing up for your next chance, great prizes, and more importantly, a great time. Hosted by Xbox's Kelly Lombardi, never heard of him, and Malik Prince. Xbox Fan Fest Trivia will be a fun community challenge that will put your Xbox knowledge to the test. Xbox Fan Fest will kick off on twitch.tv slash Xbox. 
pardon me, on November 12th, 2022 at 2 p.m. Pacific, this 90-minute global live stream event will be available for anyone to watch, and Xbox FanFest fans who sign up to play by November 8th will be eligible to play and win prizes. And go, you can sign up and learn more at xbox.com slash FanFest. All right, everybody clear your calendars. We need Heck to enter. Yeah. We need to enter right next now. Saturday, we, Sunday. We need uh, when is or it? Saturday. The twelfth. The twelfth. Next Saturday. Is, next twelfth yeah. at two p.m. So actually, I think we'll be on the same time as them because of oh, daylight savings. I know, but don't we match? Oh, I'm thinking of Arizona and Alan. He's like they don't have daylight savings. You're right. So yeah, he, we are uh, gonna this Saturday. Can. Everybody say, fall back. Um, we will be on the same time zone as Alan, but Alan will still not be pacific i'm very confused but That's anyway because we need a chopper pilot in battlefield yeah we need get, we get need in here. Up. Get, get, pick them up how is it pick them up hey, look there's some people want to ride too pick them up so shout out everybody who wants to join the fan fest for real gentlemen we're doing this i just wanted to announce that and let's go on to some quick stories now for the rest of the news uh, <laughs> How can we have a show without our boss being on it? Hideo Kojima breaks silence on abandoned conspiracies. It's really quite a nuisance. And this is coming from uh, Jordan Midler over at VGC. Speaking on his Spotify podcast, Brian Structure, as part of a new episode featuring Jeff Keighley, during which the pair talked about gaming rumors, the Death Stranding director addressed the speculation that he was involved with Abandoned, a horror game from developer Blue Box Studios. Guys, I don't know if you even remember Abandoned, but there was those rumors going around that it was a Hideo game. And this is that one where I sent you that picture of Dustin in his tinfoil hat <laughs> suit where he was streaming and he was watching the stream wanting to believe that Hideo Kojima was somehow a part of this abandoned trailer and Sony and whatnot. So anyway, continuing the story. Uh, users just kept sending me pictures of this Hassan, Kojima told Keeley. They still send me collages and deepfake images, like 20 a day. And it's really quite a nuisance, laughed Kojima. So basically, guys, <laughs> Hassan Karaman, that name, supposedly translates to Hideo Kojima in Japanese. If you type in the name, there is this big conspiracy going around. That, look it up. I'm serious. Hassan Karaman is Hideo Kojima in Japanese. And everyone thought, oh my gosh, he's making this blue box game. It's going to be the next Silent Hill. They're bringing it back. And then this abandoned trailer dropped and it was just a guy walking and it was just terrible go look this stuff up colin moriarty from sacred symbols did an interview with him and you're like listening to this and you're like wow this guy just fooled the internet bubble boy any reaction to this or do you feel bad for our boss having to deal with all these rumors all the time did you did you know about abandoned did you know are you I, the only one who knows about this I, not, I swear i brought this up with you it's guys. not the one with norman reedus is it like <laughs> the no no, dude, it's not. I can't. I can't think of what you're talking about at all. Oh my gosh! Do you, Jose? Do you know what he's? You guys don't remember? I know I brought this up. I feel. I do feel like you brought this up, but I did. I didn't have a reference. Not like the one that people thought it. was Silent Hill, like four yes. years ago, right? No, this was recently. This was like a the, within the last year. Yes, they thought this abandoned game was going to be the next Silent Hill, and Hideo, Hideo Kojima was a part In of the, it. And the dude from Death Stranding, Norman Reedus, is that his name, Jose? That that he was going to be the actor, right? 
No, that was from the one that was, yes, that was Silent Hills that was announced for a PS4 game and the demo came out. But then Kojima and Konami had that big breakup. And oh, so, yeah, dude, I, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Jose, any reaction to the story? Am I the only one who, who thought this was comical with uh, Hideo Kojima and Abandon? Apparently I was. Uh, we can I mean, I think, it's, I think it's funny that he's like, I like I created a monster and it's annoying now. Because he didn't I get, create like, it. People, yeah, people. He has nothing to do with it. People just thought he had everything to do with this game, but but that's kind of also like he. I mean, in the current era, when you talk about video games, most people, even people who don't follow games that much, know the name Hideo Kojima. They don't know the guy. They probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup, <laughs> but you know the name. And so, to some degree, like with that fame and notoriety, comes weird stuff like this and and i i I commend him at least for laughing about it even though he's like it's annoying but he's like "Eh." it just he understands that kind of comes with the territory you know and i also think it's cool that in an era where like leaks and information are so readily happening because there's just so many ways that information gets out i think it's cool that there's a lot of mystery around kojima that it's like what's his next project we don't really know. We don't really know till he announced it. Like that's a pretty impressive skill that he has, you know, after doing so many things, you know, like even, even before Death Stranding came out when he was clearly working on it, people were like, what's his game about? And everyone's like, I don't know. And even when it was like, Norman Reedus is in it. And everyone's like, oh, really, really cool. What's it about? And they're like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty, that's a pretty impressive skill in this day and age. So, you know, sorry he has to deal with the emails, but hey, join the, join the <laughs> list, man. I get emails all day. Yeah, day, and we they're get, not we as fun get, as yeah. that. So shout out to Hideo, Abandoned. Chance, I'm going to send you a video on the whole Abandoned conspiracy, and you're going to love watching it. Let's move on to the next one very quickly. On VGC and Twitter, uh, Nibelian, one of the most prolific sources of video game news on Twitter, has announced he's leaving the platform. And I just wanted to bring this up because I relied on a lot of his tweets for breaking news, breaking stats, uh, he did give a lot of information that contributed to our show. And before we started XRT, I was following him for a long time and got a lot of breaking news from him. So shout out to Nibelant on Twitter. Basically, he said that he tried to create a revenue stream um, through Patreon and he wasn't you know, getting the enough support that he needed to make it a viable income source. And he also said, then there's the elephant in the room, which the platform itself, of, speaking of Twitter, I don't think that Twitter has... Yet experienced good leadership, and this trend will not change with 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 Mr. Elon Musk either. I do not trust the platform. I do not trust Elon and uh, and seemingly the infinite immaturity. (laughs) I do not think Twitter will fall apart instantly, but that could die. But that it could die a slow death. So why waste any more time? So rest in peace to one of the video game, uh, one of the best video game sources on the internet, and especially on Twitter. Rip Nibel, aka Nibelian. Jose, any reaction to this? I think that's pretty crazy, man. And I, you know, to be fair with Elon taking over Twitter, I'm sure that the, he is not the only person of a certain level of clout. Who's Let's jump into that right platform. now, Jose. What do you guys think of Musk taking over? Is really much going to change, or is it just big people people making a big deal out of nothing? I it's mean, not I like think- he did a bad job with Tesla. They seem to be doing just fine. Are, are, how are they, Jose? Are they even making money yet ever? Like, I don't know how you I, can keep. I'm not familiar with like the economics of Tesla, so I don't want to comment <laughs> I guess their on that, stock but... is crazy, but I mean, are they making, I don't know, go ahead. I mean, I think, I think the inherent issue with Twitter for a long time prior to even Elon is that it is very much like the Wild West. I mean, and here's what I mean. Like, so Dan, as much as I love Dan, Dan is not like, 
he's not a, a earth shaker yet on Twitter, right? One day he will be, but not today. Got like 30 so followers. When, uh, so when, yeah, 30, I'm a 30, I'm a double digits, baby. Um, and yet still, I bet Dan gets weird comments on his stuff. And it's, it's not, at this point, it's mostly just annoying. It's like weird. It doesn't really bother you. But at some point, if he does grow, you do start getting people that say like, not only like wrong things and negative things and mean things, but just like wacky things and there's like just not moderation and to be fair that is kind of what happens on all social media platforms unless you have a company or a head who they're really adamant and really put a lot of effort and time into trying to moderate the platform it just you just do that and so i mean that just happens as a natural piece of it and i think for better or for worse and whatever your politics are i think that our former president did help the situation on twitter uh and i think that like there are a lot of people not just politically but like celebrities who just do like insane things like dude I, I what is with about, my boy Kyrie Irving I can't am I gonna I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to wear his shoes anymore now thanks Kyrie appreciate no, it no, you gotta bring those real quick gosh anyway, and so sorry. literally literally that's what I'm talking about that, that that that's what I think is really worrisome about the platform and it's a bummer for me because I'm not like a crazy Twitter power user but I do really enjoy the format of like I get lots of sources of information. Yeah, it's great and, quick and news. That's why I like it. Stuff. It's really nice um, to have that. And so I, I am a little bit worried. I mean, again, I, personally, I'm not at the point where I'm going to just drop Twitter and be like, I'm out, never doing this again. But again, I'm not an influencer. And I I understand like where Nibel, like Nibel probably worked really hard to where he, to get where he got. And if, if it is a he, I don't even know if he's a he, but that person um, literally like, to, to feel like he should be compensated is very reasonable. It truly is for the amount of people that went to him for information. And so it's cool that he tried the Patreon, but I think he realized pretty quickly that people, as much as they love you, it oh, they don't always put their money where their mouth is, right? And so he's like, yeah, this isn't worth it. To be fair, he also could be starting a family and having children. And he's just like, look, man, I'm, that's more important to me. And good for you, man. That's probably the right choice. But it is sad for us because we did depend on him a lot. So I know I just kind of bird walked in a bunch of different directions here, but ultimately with Twitter, I don't know, man, we'll see what happens in the coming years. I, I'm pretty confident in two things. Unfortunately, if Nibel leaving, someone else will fill his spot. Like that's just unfortunately the way of the world, just like with our jobs. Like I think people like me at my job, but if I left, they would replace me. That's just how it goes. Um, the other thing I think with Twitter is the same thing. If Twitter dies a slow death and Elon's out someone the billions of dollars, there'll be another platform that comes, here comes up. Twitter. And maybe, yeah, maybe it's Reddit. Maybe it's an, a form of Instagram. Maybe it's something in the metaverse. Who knows? But it's not like that form of short-term news will yeah. go away anytime soon. So, um, And then just real quick, real-time follow-up. Chance is asking what net profit is. That looks so, like it was, right, Jose? The, the, the way you income? think about money, right, when you get your paycheck, net. the difference between gross and net is that everything that starts at the top is gross. And if it's falling and there's a net, whatever you catch in the net, you get to keep. That's, so that's net. So profit. So that's they what they got to five keep and was half $5 billion. Billion. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that a for lot? Tesla? I'd say pretty good. No, that's great, man. I guess. Anyway. All right. Moving on, Jose, to the next story with oh, IGN and Sorny. IGN and Sorny. <laughs> or oh. okay. Or oh wait, let's let's start with this. How about I'll do this one and then we'll, we'll transition to Sony because it kind of ties in together. Charlie Intel over on Twitter and a new podcast. And what podcast was it? 
Jose, do you know um, the one with Igestine? We should probably give credit uh, to that. Thanks for crediting that, Charlie Intel. <laughs> Xbox is Phil Spencer says Call of Duty will remain on PlayStation as long as there is a PlayStation out there to ship to. So again, he's reiterating what we already know. We're not taking Call of Duty for PlayStation. Yes, we can if we bought the IP, but that is not our plan. Let's say I, if there's a PlayStation, we will continue to keep it on there. Whether or not he means that's indefinitely through uh individual sales on the console or game pass on playstation but yes if there is a playstation we're going to continue call of duty tying into that jose you sent me ign on their instagram which is i feel is odd to get news from but jose likes the instagram for news sony's multi-tiered playstation plus subscription service has dropped from 47.3 million subs or users at the end of june to 45.4 million in the three months leading up to september a decrease of four percent so overall playstation plus has lost nearly two million playstation plus play pass stupid name subscribers since its revamp to play pass so Jose, take it away with your thoughts on this one. So just to clarify, the podcast is the same brain podcast. It's uh, If you follow tech news, it's by I, Justine, and her sister, Jenna. Um, and what's what's very interesting to me this, is that I, Justine, don't get me wrong. She, she's a powerhouse in the world of like social media and influencers. Like Even if you don't know who she is, you don't have to. She has tens of millions of subscribers, and she drops a video, and she instantly makes tens of thousands of dollars. So like... If you don't know her, that's fine, but she's doing just fine. But what's interesting is like she's even though she is a big gamer and she's into tech stuff, she's not really known for like breaking tech news or game news. So it was very interesting that this came from her podcast where her sister and her are just interviewing um, our our boy, uh, Phil Spencer. Lord Phil Spencer, Dominus Maximus Spencer. Lord Phil. Um, But here's where it's a lot of people are wondering right now, like, we all knew this was true. All the people who were saying, like, look, they're going to keep it on PlayStation. They're going to keep Call of Duty because it just makes a lot more money to do that. And yet all the naysayers, including all the regulatory committees, are saying, like, well, we don't know that. And all of a sudden, he just finally said, look, we're going to keep it on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation. It begs the question of, like, why didn't you just come out and say that from day one? You know what I mean? Like, if you knew that was your answer. And and my theory, it's just and it's purely mine, is that he didn't have that as a plan. And then it as a result of some of this regulatory stuff, which Completely may have been agree. the entire purpose of Jim Ryan's like coming after this was that they cry and Jim Ryan it's working. Yep. And Cry this is a concession to say that, like, look, I'm going on record on a very well-known podcast to say that we are going to do this forever. Now, again, I'm still not surprised. Like, I I still knew this was going to be the case because that's the smart business move to keep it on all platforms. Um, but it was just it's been an interesting week, and Lord Phil has been in literally all of the news like it's a big big deal in this whole thing and i'm curious how it will influence some of the regulation stuff that's going to come out in the coming weeks now real quick tying into this this other news from ign about sony and then i'll pass it to chance do you remember recently in one of the interviews phil did say our game pass model is a good model for us it is profitable profitable it is sustainable we're going to keep it for sure he didn't give us numbers to be fair, but he made a clear indication that like it's working real well for Xbox. I just thought it was very interesting to hear on the other side for Sony that it's really not going very well. Now, to why is that? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate as to why. I don't have Play Pass right now. I don't have a PlayStation even. You know, is it because the library really hasn't grown? Maybe. Is it because of some of the What's the like non NFT things that they are doing called stars, right? PlayStation star stuff. Yeah, maybe that's not stars. as successful as they kind of anticipated. And maybe it will change. You know, for the record, we don't know that Xbox wasn't 
hemorrhaging money for the first couple of years with Game Pass, and it just took that time to get out of it into the black. That could be the same case here. Um, but I just thought it was worth mentioning that um, that could be not great for PlayStation Pass in the in the short term. And if it failed, if it failed, is there ever a chance we'd see Game Pass on PlayStation? I don't know. I don't know. But some interesting possibilities for sure. Chance, what do you think, bud? Okay, Bubble Boy just wanted to use the soundboard. Bubble Boy, before I throw it over to you, um, I think, Jose, that it's a combination of, who knows, people, not as many people buying consoles, you know, pandemic made the growth way higher than it was. And also, there's nothing that makes Play Pass that great, you know? Like, they do have some games, but they don't have the key one that I feel like Xbox has. Day one, First party games, even though we're slat, we're we're lacking in that this year. That is a big deal, and uh, that's what kind of like some of the guys on the trophy worm were talking about. It's like it, or maybe it was Handsome Phantom. They're talking about it just doesn't have like an identity, and it's true. Like, can you tell me the difference between PlayStation Plus Premium Extra, whatever their god awful tiers are? No, you cannot. Exactly. So at least with Game Pass, you know you get day one exclusives, and then with Ultimate, you also get it on PC. I feel like their version is just, it's lacking. I haven't heard anything of it from from when it launched. So clearly Bobby Bubble Boy doesn't care. Bubble Boy is over the Sony thing. He just wants to play the new God of War, which is killing it with the reviews. So mm, let's close the show with some, our favorite segments. New games with gold for November. This month, you guys, we're just going to go through this quick. <laughs> for the entire month, you can download... Praetorian's HD remastered. And then from November 16th to the 15th, you can download Dead End Job. I have to do, I have to say, I just watched the trailer for Dead End Job. Uh, it's basically a top-down third person, or what, what is it called? The, the twin stick shooter kind of game. I'll probably start the download just to have this maybe down the road, but Xbox, just end games with gold, convert everyone to base game pass, and then break it up in ultimate saying, if you get ultimate, you get day one, or no, we already talked about this last episode. You get day one releases at Xbox on one tier, ultimate gets you everything else, and we'll move on. And then coming to game pass for November, we got some banger slingers right here. So here's what's coming. Available right now, and this is uh, November 1st, the Legend of Tianding. Tianding. It's. Okay, moving on. The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, The Complete Season, PC. The Walking Dead, Michonne, The Complete Season, PC. Coming soon, Ghost Song, Cloud Council, PC is out now. Football Manager 23 on PC, November 8th. Football Manager 23 Console, November 8th. Ooh, Return to Monkey Island, Cloud Console, PC. I've heard good things about it. One of my Ryan McCaffrey's favorite games is Monkey Island. I still need to play the first one. And apparently the second one is really, really good. Vampire Survivors. Guys, this is one you need to pay attention to. I'm sure none of you have heard of it or know anything about it. Last week on Hands of Phantom, I remember Ben Smith, good old Mayor Ben Smith, talking about vampire survivors he said this game was a blast and he couldn't stop playing it 
I'm going to be getting that one. And that, and I guess it's a very simple game. It's like, yeah, it's right eggs. up my alley. Yeah. And it, it, I love vampires and it, um, you know, Claire was just saying the same thing. You can do a lot of really good things there. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah. That, that was a big one. And then this smash TV meets vampires. Perfect. Pentiment cloud console and PC November 15th from obsidian and Xbox game studios step into the living illustrated world inspired by illuminated manuscripts, printed woodcuts and a time when Europe was at a crossroads of great religious and political change, man, that description sounds awesome right there. Bubble boy. Um, and then we have, um, well, actually, walk in the footsteps of Andreas Mahler, a master artist who finds himself in the middle of murders, scandals, and intrigue in the Bavarian Alps. Choose your backgrounds, impact a changing world, and see the consequences of your decisions in this narrative adventure. The only big fall exclusive, really, besides Grounded coming out this year, technically Grounded's been in game preview for a long time, but Pentiment, I've already got it pre-downloaded. I can't wait, November 15th. It's like 11 gigs. And then the next banger saying, oh my gosh, it's the same day. Somerville console and PC day one game pass release. And the wake of an otherworldly invasion that's left the world in a catastrophe. You must find, you must find the means to make your family whole again, explore a rich and atmospheric world along with the intimate repercussions of large-scale conflict and a handcrafted sci-fi narrative experience set across a perilous rural landscape these of course one of the leaders of inside and limbo we've talked about these amazing games is responsible behind somerville and then there's some dlc uh, sniper elite 5 the free map pack sea of thieves return of the damned Ooh, big one boys halo infinite winter update five days two new maps two themed events a new mode free 30 tier battle pass uh we're finally gonna have co-op forge cannot wait and then microsoft flight simulator simulator 40th anniversary leaving game pass football manager 22 all right well we're getting the 23rd Art of Rally, Fate Tactics, Next Space Rebel, One Step from Eden, Superland, Subnautica. Anybody, Banger Slingers, who's playing which what games? Bubble Boy. Well, obviously Somerville, and I was I was gonna say, look at that picture, and you just see what I assume to be his wife holding that little baby, and it already gets you in the feels with the dog there and everything. Like I just, I have an really, alien structure of sorts. You know, mm-hmm. I have very high hopes, not so high that like, I'm going to be disappointed if it, if it undersells. Um, I'm, I can remember a long time ago thinking that there, it might be like this and 12 minutes that kind of go toe to toe for my favorite indie. And I, I have to imagine it'll blow that out of the water. So um, just really looking forward to that one. Jose, what about you? Oh, same. You know, after playing Inside and absolutely like loving it, I've had it. There are actually, weirdly enough, a couple of kids at school have been playing it like, at lunch on their Switch, and we're like, I be like, how's it going? And like, they they're having trouble with puzzles and stuff, and it feels fun as a way to connect with them. But uh, I think I'm looking forward to Somerville. I definitely, I'm hoping I'll be done with Gotham Knights by then, so I can do this day one and knock it out. Um, but it looks cool, man. And I, you know, sucker for a game about like getting back with your family. Like, I'm all about it. Yeah, I can't wait, and I don't think Somerville or Pentiment are going to be very long or difficult games, so I'm excited. So speaking of what we've been playing, let's jump into what have we been playing or watching. 
Uh, I will go first. Of course, Battlefield 2042. I'm loving this game, you guys. Jose, you saw my tweet. You saw that banger play right there. That was incredible. I, I got another one, one from dude. dude. I got another one from last night that somehow was better than that one. Only in Battlefield moments. Loving Battlefield for the multiplayer. Uh, also, I'm obsessed with Dark Souls. I am all in the Dark Souls train. Can't stop playing. I'm a level 66, I believe, Jose. So I've passed you finally. It's getting Sweet. To- I'm like 23 hours in. It's getting to the point where now I'm like, okay, I kind of want to, kind of want to wrap this up. I can only take so much stress and losing my souls. Uh, to I, I gotta, I gotta start transitioning towards the end here. And I, I don't know if I am or not, but um, I have been following a guide from Fighting Cowboy. I have to give a shout out to him just so I don't miss anything, which has been helpful. And I do have to say that my skills from Elden Ring have definitely helped. Like I don't feel like I'm struggling as much as I did with Elden Ring where I was dying so much because I'd never played the games. I understand it a little bit more. I know when to engage, when not to engage, how to get my souls back, when not to get cocky. If I've got enough to level up, I'm leveling up. There's no point in hoarding those souls, you know, so you just got to be smart. And then the last thing, I got to tell Jose about this. I beat Scorn. Very, very... Just, I'm not going to lie. This game is not for everybody. Only play this game if you like puzzles and not knowing what the heck you're supposed to do. And you're just going to explore and figure it out. Very atmospheric, very gross and bizarre. Just bizarre. This whole game, Jose, so bizarre. The ending, I'm like, what is going on? I have no idea what just happened or what I just did. It's an experience. I only, on the XRT rating scale, again, this is only... Worth it on Game Pass if you know what you're getting into. And like I said, it is a bizarre walking puzzle interactive game uh, with great atmosphere, like good, good graphics, good setting, but it's not for everybody. I think two things would have made it for everybody. Improved combat and a lot more of it, less puzzles. I think if if you were if it was just a little bit like not like Doom, it doesn't have to be crazy. I just feel like if they could have refined it, like when I did have there was a boss that I got to Jose at the end towards the very end, and I actually enjoyed the actual battle, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's so tough for me to recommend. I, I do, like I said, I don't think it's worth your time. It is only worth it on Game Pass if you know what you're getting into and you're getting into it for an experience but boy i think down the road you might enjoy it i did use a guide for a lot of the puzzles and what to do next because i was like i'm not i can't do this anymore but and a fairly easy thousand chance uh jose go ahead i was just gonna ask about the combat and how you did it but you kind of mentioned that just just to give me a heads up so i got i'm I'm which guns you have yeah what gun do you have i have like the shotgun ish gun where you like i think you got the the pistol or is it like the yeah how far am I it's in the like game? Six at that shots. Point? Yeah, you're probably like halfway, realistically, or more. Okay, okay. You get one more gun. You get you get a, a more powerful gun, and it that, that gun is good. But that, the ammo, Jose, you only get like three shots chance. I know, and like it sucks. And if you run out, you then you get this one gun that just goes like it's like a punching hand. You know what I'm talking? But it's about? like a small one. It's like the guy from <laughs> Scary Movie. Right. When no one yeah. wants to touch but like I said, Jose, yeah, yeah. I think they added that because. They're like, oh god, you're really just walking around in this game. But if they would have had more of it and they just refined it a little bit, I think it would have really been even more engaging to where it would have made it a lot more fun to play. Chance, I don't know. You could just watch it, really. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna play it. I don't think it. Just I say, I think you should watch a guide for the rest of it and just finish it. I think you would appreciate finishing it. I would say that. So, 
Uh, Bubble Boy, what about you? What have you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing. Um, I really enjoyed my 10 hours worth of time on Battlefield 2042 uh, playing with you guys. I, I'm not going to buy not it. Not enough yet. to buy it, though, guys. Well, listen, hold on, because it's, it's $35 right now, which I have a hard time spending on a game that's over a year old um or almost a year old come on yeah i it's like chance i'm telling you man the amount of entertainment i've been getting out of I, this i hear <sighs> you i am i am certain it's gonna have a pretty substantial discount for black friday i know you can back me up on that one so i'm just gonna be a little or bit patient pass, yeah. yeah and exactly with ea play it should be there soon um but i did have fun like it was great uh we didn't have the massive uh, squads like I was hoping to from back in the old days, but it was the uh, whole XRT crew, which was a lot of fun. So um, the other thing that I did, though, I finally got to enjoy a game with my backbone on my cell phone. Um, and I played Persona Sign- 5. No, dude, it it's too small again. I mean, it <laughs> was that, just it's just too small. <gasps> too, That's what she said. Just way too small. Um, I I can't what game did work though was signalis which came out on game pass uh maybe a week ago or so maybe a week and a half uh and it reminds me a lot of old school resident evil uh by that i mean you're just it's kind of that like three-quarter top-down view um you kind of just aim and you only aim straight and you can shoot things. The resource management is a huge part of it. There's simple little puzzles, um, but it's really just like one screen each time, and then you either go up, down, right, or left kind of, and um, each time you go through a thing, there's like a really quick loading screen. Not even loading screen, like it goes black, and then you're right back into it, kind of like some of those old-school Resident Evil games um, from way back in the day. I've liked it. It's It's been just enough of a like carrot dangling in terms of, oh, there's one more little thing to do and there's one more little thing to do. And I've I've just been playing it right before I go to bed. So I've only played it for maybe like three hours and I'm pretty sure I'm right there at the end. But I recommend it. I think it's worth your time because it's not very long. Uh, I, I don't worth know. Worth your time on Game Pass or worth your time and money as a purchase? No, I probably wouldn't purchase it, but definitely worth your time um, on Game Pass for sure. So... Jose, still uh, patrolling Gotham? I am. So uh, as of uh, tonight, I am just shy of 30 hours into Gotham Knights um, and still still very much enjoying it. I'm at the point where I've now beaten um, three of the major like Batman villains that you know. One of them is Harley Quinn. I'm not going to tell you the other two to like spoil it, but um, cool, cool fights and unique mechanics and really beautiful like I, I cannot stress that enough especially because everybody was so down on the 30 fps thing it is a beautiful beautiful game even some of the parts where i'm like on the bat cycle and you see the reflection of the city in the water on the ground just gorgeous like really really enjoying that um i'm now to the point where i'm, I'm a little op'd for the story but it's kind of nice because it just means the story missions are progressing pretty quickly and i'm having a lot of fun there um it just took a little bit of a twist in this story which has been welcome the one criticism i would add to what i've said before is that it is getting slightly repetitive with some of the battles where it's i i just want to complete them because i want to make sure i get through them all and it's kind of the same different groups there have been some updates with some like different more beefier 
villains and some an entirely kind of new category of them. I don't want to say what it is because it spoils a little bit of the story, but I think I'm getting close to the end. So because I, I I've read reports that to get a full thousand about a thousand is like forty to fifty hours, and I'm at thirty, so I've got to be relatively close to kind of the end of the story, but. I'm hoping by next week I'll be able to report back um, how it went so that I can, of course, jump into Somerville when it comes out and that kind of thing. But um, still great, man. I still think it's worth it. I understand if you don't want to spend the full price, definitely a great Black Friday pickup at like 40, 45, something like that for sure. So um, other than that, just Battlefield with the boys, which Dan is right, man. Like it's I genuinely look forward to like Friday, Saturday nights getting on uh, and just, you know, whoever's on Nico Allen chance, whoever's there is to, to pick it up and um it's fun. So any of out there, if you want to join us, if you haven't already picked it up and uh, t- so totally worth it for you. Absolutely. Chance, I just watched the Signalis uh, trailer. Looks pretty sweet. I might have it to, is. I might yeah, have to try it. Old, yeah. uh, eight, uh, what, it's like 16 bit or like, super, yeah. but, but definitely more 3d with like movement. Like, like you mm-hmm. said, kind of like the uh, sound Resident is really Evil. well done. Very the, cool. The ambiance is very spooky. Here's the thing. I, the no. Story, go ahead. No, go ahead. The story. The story has kind of started to lose me. It's pretty simple. Um, it just kind of throws you into it. It's 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 not great, but it it's serviceable. What? But here's here's my dilemma, guys. I'm I'm basically after Dark Souls, pretty much caught up on my backlog. Like I've done it. Like I'm pretty like I can't really grounded maybe. Um, so I'm going to play Pentiment. I'm going to play Somerville. Both of those games I do not think are going to be huge time sinks. So I'm going to have like. November, a lot of December. Well, High on Life comes out in December. Dang it. But that I hear is not yeah. very long either. But do I try Persona 5, Bubble Boy? Do I yeah. commit yep. to Persona? Do I need to be the one to jump into the JRPG? If I could have played it on my back. Why can't you play it on your Xbox, Bubble it's... Boy? You like this stuff. I You I need to too, oh, Bubble Boy. I don't like anime. I don't love... But you've JRPs heard such great out, things about the JRPs, series. JRPGs. I know. I just I I want to. I just can't that the hundred hours is so overwhelming that it just uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe someday. Maybe like next summer when there's a, a lull in what's yeah. going on. But I'm looking forward to Halo Co-op. I'm ah, you're forward. right. I'm gonna play Halo on a podcast. Right. Never mind. I'm probably it. gonna get that XCOM <laughs> X-Men game. Really? Midnight threw- Suns? Yeah. I love you that you threw it. in mass effect we, that wasn't even on the table well for that, well, like, that like was just it like if i'm all caught it. up i might as well play mass effect again but chances right we gotta, gotta do i gotta do halo co-op because i'm gonna want to get those achievements this is very true i gotta and i want to play halo co-op i've been waiting for this guys let's end the show like we always do with the best food we had this week I can go um, to update you on a previous news story. I had my first date. The bagel. In a long time. No. <laughs> yeah, what's up with Still this all bagel? On huh? that. Dude, I don't think it exists. That, that's why she. That's why Tracy was so excited when the place had it because she wasn't kidding. Like they don't exist. They're not real. Um, I did get to go on a date with my lovely wife Ashley, and we went to a place called Jing. You guys ever heard of Jing? Chance, you told us about this. Yeah, this was last time you told us. 
Remember, because I brought up the 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 Kobe B sliders, and you're like, "Yeah, it was between that, but we didn't get that." All right, well, well we chance. Playing Battlefield, man. We went on Friday. That's not we. Oh, we recorded, oh, okay, that's okay. Right. Chance, go ahead and share with everybody, I even though you are. shared with us. Go ahead, see, go ahead. That's what happens when you get old. Because you guys had me going for a second. I was like, <laughs> "Well, you did share I, it with us." You did. Both be wrong, man. I don't know. Yeah, no, I did, but um, it was good. It's like an Asian fusion, and it's it's popular because there's one in Vegas. That's super, um, you know, fancy and stuff. And it, it was good. I I probably won't go back just for the price. The one thing that they had that was that I will give a shout out to, they're called Buddha buttons. And they're these little flowers that you can pay $3 to have popped into your drink. And what they're supposed to do is make your like mouth, this like kind of tingly feeling so that it like opens up your taste buds and makes just like a more enjoyable dining experience. Um, which when I heard tingling, I was like, Oh, that sounds like allergy adjacent. And if you don't know, I have many nut allergies that I stay very, very far away from because it's one of the worst sensations on the planet having a bad nut allergy reaction. And so I said, no, at first, that's what she said. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, uh, but oh, I'm going to clip that one, guys. Yeah, he went. He went back, or the waiter went back. He's like, "Well, I'm going to get you guys both one." He's like, "It's." I, he's like, "You're not going to be allergic to it, but um, there's no nuts in it, and it's probably some like top secret recipe." But anyway, it's pop it rocks. Out. Yeah, right. Um, it was weird. It was. It just was weird, and it didn't make anything taste better. It just it. It's just like two minutes of just weird. I don't know how to describe it. If you're there, um, by all means, try it because it's only three bucks. But like, don't expect the way they explain it to you because it didn't make anything better. It just made it weird, like almost numb in a way, but like a tingly numb. I don't know. Jose, why don't you go next? Uh, I will happily do that. Real-time follow-up. We just got a text from uh, our boy Goose. He did pick up a McRib. As we're as we're speaking, so yep. have one for us, Goose. He got extra pickles on it. It looks like from the photo. I just texted him that, that we were talking about him on that tonight. Yeah, That's so funny. Um, so before I tell you my favorite food this week, because we had a couple, then one of them actually starts with Halloween. We had breakfast for dinner on Halloween, which is one of our favorite family meals. It was also a quick one we could do, so we could go out trick or treating. I also broke my cap on my tooth on Monday night. So after our whole thing about candy and I, I was defending milk duds, I haven't had a milk dud in years, probably oh, literally like yeah. 10 years. <laughs> I took a bite of a milk dud and my entire cap popped off of oh, my back too. No. So I was able to get in with Dr. Ben, Chance knows Dr. Ben. Uh, oh yeah. Because of JP. And um, he actually hooked me up real quick the next day. So I really appreciate that, Dr. Ben. Feeling great. But best food I had this week. Um, last Sunday, went to go see my parents and it's been a long week for everybody. And so my parents were like, Are you cool with us just ordering Popeyes? And I was like, absolutely. That chicken for Popeyes. And so, uh, we, we, we did our order a huge bummer though. They were out of fries. Like the whole restaurant was out of fries and that's my favorite. That's, you that's just the get side red I get. beans and rice. I know. What? I know. What? I like the fries though. Great. And um, yeah, and it was still fine. They also bonus, they gave us an extra sandwich on accident. And so I took that to work the next day and I was kind of a little, I love Popeye's for the record, but I was skeptical because I was like, it's been in the fridge all night. And like, I don't know about work. It was literally a message from the gods because my secretary, Pam, brought an air fryer to work on Monday. I was going to ask, I was like, do you guys have one there? So I put the patty in the oh air fryer. I put God. the buns in the microwave and I put it through, and it was 
amazing. It was legitimately a delicious Popeye sandwich reheated. Uh, so that was I fantastic. The other thing that I had to um, I have to shout out. So I mentioned this earlier in the podcast uh, last night, Wednesday night. My father got an award from uh, the former district he worked for that I work for. Um, for him being like an emeritus Hall of Fame inductee, it was like a very nice dinner. We got to go to Two Forty Union. You remember that restaurant over there in oh, Green yeah. Mountain? Oh, yeah. It was very good. I got a sirloin steak that was. I'm not a big like rare kind of guy because it was kind of medium rare, but it was a delightful steak. Like really, really, really good food. So shout out to Two Forty Union. Shout out to my dad for his award. Very proud of you, Dad. I had to give and the speech. Shut up, Big Jose. Got all choked up. Shut up, uh, and, shut up. And messed up some of the words. So I'm sorry about that, Dad, but I still love you. And congratulations. <laughs> Overall, it was a great week of food, man. Nice. So now looking forward to some inside warm weather food because it's snowing right now yeah. as, we, uh, as we record. Update. Never been to 240 Union. It's been I've been here for how many years? I don't think I have either. No, I had no. never till just, last night. Yeah, never, I just seen wow. it. Just drove by it every day. Good yeah, for the record, it's not our place. Like we would walk in and be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't belong here. I'm out. I'm going to go down to the street to Chipotle <laughs> yeah. and get something there. Oh, sounds good. So no, very nice, Jose. Very nice. Uh, a, a real-time update also on Jose's story about reheating his chicken sandwich. The last time I re- reheated a chicken sandwich, very similar situation to Jose, was Chick-fil-A Christmas 2019. Remember, guys, when I had the worst food poisoning yeah. of yeah. my life? Almost literally thought I was dying. I vom- never vomited so much in my life. Very terrifying experience. I'll still get Chick-fil-A still though. So I'm not as much as I used to. I will say that. But on the best food I had this week, a huge XRT shout out to my wife, Allison Walensic. She cooked the carne asada fajitas again. Oh my, it's just so good. And Lucky. bonus but yeah, bonus for me too. She's like, yeah, the meat's just a little too fatty for me. I'm like, you're not going to eat more of this? Guys, I had so much of that steak. It was out of control and delicious. So shout out to Allie. Best food I had this week. Also, Another real time update, Bubble Boy. That waffle crunch knockoff Malto meal cereal, oh, yes. delicious, oh, delicious. God, it is worth your time. Only the Aurora. Two Walmart, bowls, huh? two bowls. It was incredible. Yep, got it at the Aurora Walmart. There, wow, I was blown away. So worth my time and money. We'll be picking that up again if I see it. D. I mean, there's delicious. no way the Elizabeth one has it because I, I, I wouldn't. Well, I'm just saying. The last couple of times I've gone, it wasn't there. There's no way I would have not noticed it, right? Like, yeah. I, I, maybe it's new. I think it out. might be new, Chance. Oh, I think man. It I'm might hoping. be new. Yeah. I'm hoping. Ashley's Shut going up. to the store tomorrow. So we'll, we'll see. tell her. Yeah. Waffle Crunch, Malto Meal. Delicious. Guys, this is for me, people. It's been Xbox Record This Episode 79. My name is Daddy D. Wally. You can follow me at Daddy D. Wally across all social media. Please, to the fan out there, sending me the fan mail. No more scary packages. Please, we need to get to the bottom of this. Please. Uh, Bubble Boy, where can people find you? The post office sending packages. Oh, yeah, right. And I forgot to mention, you can follow the show at Xbox Record This across all social media. And Chipotle Bear, where can people find you? You can uh, at the post find office me. sending me these gift packages or no, no. Chipotle's mom. No, you can it was find Chipotle's me dad. Oh. <laughs> uh, you could hopefully find me at Popeye sometime soon because uh, right now you and eat chicken sandwiches we've consumed as a team. Oh, what's the count? Sixty-nine. Oh, nice. nice, very nice. As uh, always. Oh, sorry. 
Uh, you I can think. find me Chipotle Bear wherever you want. Go ahead. As always, spicy chicken sandwich lovers. See you online. See you online. See you online. See you online. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> a simple no would have been, would, I, what did he say? Sw- yeah, a simple, a simple no, no would have been fine. <laughs> um, I swear to God, I was a second away from downloading that for tonight. Xbox, record this as a podcast created by Daniel Walensic. You can follow him at Daddy Diwali on all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore bear on Twitter. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel, and you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This on all social media. If you'd like to find out more about the show, visit XboxRecordThis.com.